were bad, but now they're okay. Only me or my, you're the apple of my eye, girl. I never loved one like you. Found you hiding here, so won't you take my hand, darling? There's nothing that can stop you from becoming popular, Lar. of Two Day Dream Believers podcast. I am your host forever now and forevermore, Spade Servant 18. And today I've got two guests. You know them well because they are on the number one, the one podcast that has more hits than anything else, probably because it has poured in the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know them well, but I will still let them introduce themselves. Hello, I am Kitty, and I am Slayer Kitty on Tumblr, and it's good to know I'm going out, you know, with podcast the number one most listened to episode is the one with porn in the title. I mean, I feel like you're going out with a bang, bang, bangity bang, you're going out with a bangity bang. Couldn't have planned it any better. You really couldn't have. <laughs> and I'm RB, and I'm currently on my second whiskey. We're doing great. <laughs> so, for all of you guys wondering what this podcast is about, so are we, since there wasn't an agenda. <laughs> it's going to be this an hour of this, guys. Just get used to it. Um, it's <laughs> and this the, is different. How this is different. How this is the final Glee wrap up. This is where we just kind of take a look back at the series and. Be like, yeah, that was a good moment in time. We and were there. We were we there. Saw. And we sometimes, saw all the alternately, things. what were we thinking? Yeah, God. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, well, we came, we saw, we fanfacked. We did. And we had a great time doing it. Yes, we and did. And then yeah. the show ended, and we came, and we saw, and we podcasted. We and did. then 
All great things yeah. must come to an end sometime. I feel like there should be a musical cue of some sad goodbye music. Do you want to music. say? I don't know what I'm going to use for my sad goodbye music. Come you back to me later. Like, something will okay. come. Something will come? Okay. <laughs> Which is basically the, uh, <laughs> the motto of plane fickers. Don't oh, worry. my God. Someone something will come. Will come. <laughs> I don't know. Something will come may apply depending on where you're at, <laughs> if you're on the king theme or not. Oh uh, my this goodness! True. It's true. To throw in that well, out there. Oh, the kink meme. I mean, that I was not a kink meme. My goodness. When folks popped out of their anonymous shells, going, you know what I really want? I really want tentacles involved <laughs> in a Halloween-themed Kurt Blaine Dave threesome that's also set in an English garden. Oh and then God. somebody would be like, well, funny that, that's exactly what I wanted to write. So, I mean, bless them. That is bless true. Them. There are things that came out of those memes that were, I don't know, but also oh, they, brilliant. They boggle the imagination. And, like, I love that people wanted to fly their free flag like that. I mean, why You know, why wouldn't you want to see Quinn with a penis getting railed in a McKinley bathroom? Why not? Of course you do. We should, like, we I should didn't know I needed to read that until I read it. Exactly. And then it was excellent. And you're sitting there going, my God, can I have like four more chapters of this? And then some anonymous person will be like, well, of course you can. <laughs> you know, we should take a moment to really um, um, memorialize, memori- memorialize, mem- I'm making up words again. Out? Yeah. Memorial. For, memorialize there we go for all of the past fandomy things that are no more glee forum mm-hmm. is now dead goodbye glee forum goodbye clean live journal you are no more you yep. know what i miss the clean the, uh, the, the app that you could tap yes with, like the music show glee forever it was called oh, glee forever. there were oh, two God. of them I, there was one that was called tap tap glee and then there was one that was called glee forever I, yeah, I never that. played that. Is the one that I played uh, many a day uh, during my commute. Like yeah. this is what I'm. This is please forever. I was addicted now. to that so hardcore, but they they just weren't making enough money to justify no, the copyright. Well, for the I mean song. that's what, that's why they. Why would you do an app like that after the show ended? But anyway, um, so so all of the great fan me things. We are we're the kind of the last people standing, and I'm. A little bit sad that we are. This is just going to be the goodbye show before the finale. Um, I, I don't know. Are you going to cry? Not. She I don't might. know. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably don't worry. cry. I'll be here to mock you as you cry. Oh it's my fun. god! Because once we get to, uh, we're only on second whiskey right now, so I'm feeling bold. Uh, which, is a, which is a change from normally. I don't know. So, um, I have a question though. I mean, we talk about Glee and legacy and, you know, 10, 15 years from now, what do you think people are going to remember about Glee? Wow. So one of the things that I think gets um, maybe forgotten isn't the right word, but I kind of think that it is, 
is that the TV landscape has changed drastically in the past 10 years. So when we are thinking about how Glee was written and perceived when it first aired, it was, we look at it now and we're like, oh, it's quaint. Of course, these two boys are going to kiss. Like, why wouldn't they? And that wasn't the case with the TV landscape just 10 years ago. It wasn't the case when that kiss aired. Absolutely not. And so I think that I think that we take it for granted currently because everything has shifted so quickly and we think, oh, this, you know, this is kind of dumb and this, like, of course it was going to do this. This is so cliched. When in actuality, uh, this, it was something new and unusual and something that broke a lot of barriers. And I, so I think that, especially with a lot of the claim stuff, if we're lucky, things will be thought about it the same way that, um, say, Mary Tyler Moore is when she got to wear pants on screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the point where women were not on television wearing pants. Like, she could only wear pants in, I think, one scene per episode. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was groundbreaking. But... We take it for granted now, unless you actually stop and think about it, because of course women can wear pants. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> um, and so I hope that when we look at it in the future, we remember to place it in its time and context and appreciate it for how much it led the way for other shows to be more inclusive than they were. And I will say things like, without Glee, I don't know that there would have been a modern family. Yeah, I mean, each, I mean, What's maybe, because I think Will and Grace kind of led the way kind for of modern. Kind that way a little bit, we too. Did, yeah, but it was, it was shortly after that. But, like two, I think. but I still think that it opened the way for a lot of things to be more accepted. I mean, we got to think about the fact that in 2010, Chris Colfer won the most influential, influential, per, you know, one of the most at times top hundred influential people of all time. And yeah, it was so modern, well, modern family, modern family started just four months after Glee. So I don't think, okay, can, maybe not, but right. yeah, I um, done corrected, but, and you know, I'm not to, not to discredit anything that Chris Colfer has done, but really Kurt Hummel won that award. Um, and Oh, absolutely. It's, it's such a, you know, we are so far past that particular, you know, gay story that it, it you know, you look at media now and it's so drenched in just so much diversity. I mean, we obviously, we still have a lot more ways to go, but it's, but there's it, a, but there's a lot more than there was in 2009. Yes. Yeah, which exactly. is significantly more than there was um, before that. So um, so I, I hope that people, I, I hope that people will remember uh, some of the groundbreaking aspects of it. Admittedly, yeah. there's a lot about it that I you know what else garbage, though? but I like you know garbage. What? else though i think that it's really a nice i don't know if nice is the right word but i think it's a time capsule of the obama years too 
I mean, that show... Oh my god. Stop. Stop. That was terrifying. <laughs> you heard that too, RP? Oh my god, stop! <laughs> you sound like you've been possessed. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what sort of cackling witch garbage is happening on the other end of this? Kitty, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I think you need to hang up and then dial back in. I don't even have words. <laughs> If I will um, cut this out and like post it for you so you can hear what you yes. sound like. You oh absolutely God. need to. Yes. Yes. For the love of God, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you heard it too when we both just yelled stop because it oh. was terrifying. Oh no, I'm having a moment going, have I had more whiskey than I thought? You gotta right. stop. <laughs> It was genuinely terrifying the minute she started yes. talking. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's to the point where something is breaking into the signal. And yeah. it's like, Ugh. Oh, that was hilarious, though. Because <laughs> we're both yelling, <laughs> stop. Is that better? Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so you're like, you're like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I will cut it out and let you hear what you sounded like. like. I'm not even so kidding. Legit terrifying. Well, we were ter you. Oh my god. It was so like you started talking and then I was like, oh, it scared me. Like legit. You scared know me. those movies <laughs> where all of a sudden all of the TV channels switch to one and aliens yes. or Donald Trump is broadcasting? <laughs> like this is what it like sounds that. like. Oh my god. <laughs> You basically sound like what aliens would sound like who are like, look, we've looked at your Earth and obviously you need help, so fuck it, we're taking over. Yeah, yeah, and and we, this, we couldn't even understand what the words you were saying either, though. And at this point, Americans would be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Um, and Brits would be like, oh, good, somebody works in Boris Johnson. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Look, look, I, I love that. So I, I really enjoy... Things like Prime Minister Question Time, and I enjoy British politics just for the fact that they are held together by nothing but precedent and tradition. Like, there's there's no written constitution. There's no actual laws. It's basically people just agreeing that, yeah, we should totally not shoot each other. Um, and then you have folks like Boris Johnson's brother leaving Parliament being like, I can't even deal with you anymore. I resign as an MP. I'm I'm resigning to spend less time with my family. <laughs> it's I fantastic. Think I saw something about that. Do what? I about that. Oh, what? <laughs> house? No, I didn't even move my where I am. Hang on, I'll be right back. 
has your human disguise fallen away? <laughs> like, is this some sort of Slovene incident? Are oh, what? Unzipping? There. Uh, Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Now you fix they yourself. Were... I hung up and called back in again. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if I'm having an internet right, issue should... or what. We should go back and do it and get it finished we before should. her alien form comes back in. All right. So what Pretty I was much. saying, what I was saying before we got into the scary is that I think that well, maybe this is why I did it. The aliens were trying to talk about Barack Obama. I think that the um, the show was really set in the Obama era, which was you know a time for more progressive thinking. And I was agreeing with you. That's what I was doing before I went all demented robot. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I was going to so, say the other thing I think the show did, and I and I don't know if you want to talk about this more specific or sure. or what happened, but um, it really brought the musical back to television. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but does it really? I mean, are there musicals on television now? They have oh, musicals on all the channels all the time. Oh. Ryan Murphy's doing another one for Netflix. Politician, oh. which and I think is going to be partly musical. Is it NBC or Fox is like airing one musical every six months? That's now. Fox. Yeah. Is it Fox? I, I couldn't remember who it was. It's Fox. And, you know, God love them. Sometimes yeah. they're not great, but. Oh, no. They're usually bad, with the exception of Jesus Christ Superstar, because John Legend can do no wrong. Um, do you guys think that. This show, I mean, do you think anybody's careers are going to actually spin off and be, you know, they'd be like, yeah, Glee, this is when this person, this person, this person were on. Like, do you think it's going to be remembered for starting the career of anybody or anything? Probably. I mean, probably not. Darren? Probably Darren, though. I would probably say If Darren, I had but, someone, like, it would I, would, I wouldn't consider him like a, he's still pretty niche. He is, but he's getting there. He's getting there. And I think, and I, only because I say that because he won so many awards this past season. Do you think, though, that when you people look back on Glee, though, they'll only see, like, like Jane Man, Lee. it's that show where so-and-so got their start. Can you believe he used to be on that show? No, that's not what I was going to say. I, I was going to say, do you, do you think people will always just be like, oh, that's that show with Leah Michelle and Jane Lynch and those gay people? Maybe. Like... Or that Ryan Murphy show. I don't know. I don't know how Ryan Murphy shows age. So, I mean. Not well. Not well. I'm not surprised really by that. But. but but he also doesn't try to write timeless things. He no, this things is a very product of the within time. the zeitgeist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. I think it will be one of those things where you'll see act the actors, you know, doing whatever 20 years from now. And they'll talk about how Glee is a product of its time. I mean, that's what I mean by, you know, kind of like the Obama era, but like you can go back to any particular episode and you're going to get the pop culture of that exact second and the eighties. It's kind of this weird combination, but well, it, well, it's not even like the pop culture of the time in the eighties. It's a very, um, it's a very specific current pop culture filtered through a Gen X lens. Oh yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it is a good way of putting it. <laughs> It's 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 a Gen X version of what the kids are doing these days. 
Now, I hate to say this, but I don't know if the music will endure. I don't know. I mean, maybe Teenage no. Dream. Maybe Teenage Dream. And some but, of the more popular ones, the ones that and really did well at the time, Don't Stop Believing, Teenage Dream, the rumor has it, someone like you mentioned, the ones that were that... really big numbers, I think, may endure. No, I really don't. Christmas music still plays I... in the uh, grocery store. It does. I think people That's will the remember the show. separate thing. Yeah. Because I just, store music is, at yeah. Christmas time, it's a that's that's a whole other genre. Oh yeah, but it's it's still grocery store popular. But no, I don't think that I don't think the music will endure. I don't think a lot of the music was very good. I think it was entertaining for what it was within the context. Um, I'm actually I, not. I don't, think a, I don't think a lot of it is good enough to stand on its own. I, yeah, I actually am going to mostly agree with that, actually, um, to the dismay of a lot of people. I think there are a few standout performances of things. Well, the ones um, that are going to be remembered are the ones that had a cultural impact. So hmm. Don't Stop Believing is was the first big song that they did. It was right after the Super Bowl. It was something new on TV. And everybody loves Journey. Like, that wasn't Everybody after the Super Bowl. No, it was after American Idol. After yeah. American Idol. Whatever. It's, I, I watched it, but I don't remember watching what was Also, the it. pilot was kind of batshit yeah. crazy. So I all of us went, pilot. what the hell was this? This was great. Oh, my God. I the pilot. Um, uh, Teenage Dream falls mm-hmm. into a very particular... Um, That'll be a gay iconic moment so, or maybe the, so the general audience a, this is a boy singing to another boy which was fantastic you had katie perry who was very popular. you had katie perry who was very popular at the moment and it it hit at the beginning of an acapella resurgence so i would it, say it, it was almost at the part right of time. the cause of the acapella resurgence i don't think that it was part of the cause of it i think that it I think it just hit at the same time mm-hmm. um, because Pentatonix was also becoming pretty popular at the time. Oh, that's and right. they had, I didn't think um, about that. They yeah. were starting. That's right about when they and, showed up too, isn't and it? And the Beelzebubs were popular bef- and that's why they got hired mm-hmm. to do the Battle Street No Chaser that. is another because one that was right. They right. are the very, Beelzeb- very good at the Beelzebubs no were Chaser. on one of the singing competitions. <laughs> I forget which one. But, um, oh, but it's, I but exactly it, but which it kind of, talking about two and I cannot think of it. Yeah, but, but it, you, hit, it hit at the right time. You know what else, Something though? that was culturally significant, so I think that's why that one will endure. I, I Well, first of all, to, to wrap up what we were saying about the music, though, I don't know if there... I can't think of another song that is iconic enough to, you know, people will think of those two songs. I don't yeah. see them thinking of other songs. No. Yes, that there are other ones that are popular within fandom or popular even, you know, media will be like top 50, you know, you know, some, you know, BuzzFeed pop sugar thing will be like, these were the best songs, whatever. But I don't think in, pop sugar you know. Pop doesn't do listicles. I don't know what does. I, that's why I said BuzzFeed. Buzzfeed. Um, <laughs> Buzzfeed definitely does lip sync. Buzzfeed and random YouTube channels. And yes. Mojo and yeah, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I don't think, I mean, 
I, I, so I, I, those are the songs like um two what was i gonna say i also think that it was reflective of this time period of when there was all of these singing uh reality shows and those aren't a thing anymore really i mean there's i i'm sure there's one or two still on but i that well, was they brought american well, idol back american idol, because they weren't the done voice, eating that dead horse the mass singer was really popular that last was summer like Somebody did a lot of drugs and said, what if they wear really funky costumes Wasn't while they it, do it? Yeah, Was but it from it's Korea? Not... Don't know. Yeah. But we got it. It's, it's originally from another country. I feel like it's, I feel like it's South Korean. Yeah. But yeah. We, we took that from a, from another one. Let's see. The Google. Well, I, but I don't think, I, yes, I don't think they're as South popular Korean. as they were. I, I think I will agree you know. that they. I don't think they are as popular as they were, and, and I think one of the reasons they still get made is because they're easy to produce. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I, when we think of characters, I think people remember Rachel Berry. I think they will remember Kurt. I think they will remember Sue Sylvester. But I don't know if any of the characters, you know, and people will remember the stuff that happened with Corey. I think that's yeah. one of the. See, but I don't think that I don't think that has as big of an impact on general viewership as it did on fandom. Because at that point, I was in general viewership. I had retreated from fandom by that point. And here's the thing: it's not something that really is that there were people general had checked out. When that when That's, that happened, there were people I knew at work who knew I watched the show who were coming up and asking me what happened. They had paid enough attention to realize where he was from, and it had gotten enough coverage that I was getting asked about it. That's not what I mean, though. I mean that when people talk about the show 20 years from now, they'll be like, Lee Michelle, Jane Lynch, and that main actor that died and had that tragedy. And gay. That's what I feel See, like. See, I just, the show I just don't be. think that that's going to be what hangs on. But I, I may be wrong. Be interesting. Well, people remember the like the drama stuff of things. Like that's true. I mean, I mean, at the time, it was it was a really big deal as far as the fact that they didn't just cancel the show. I know. I don't even think that. I mean, like, I don't even think people. I hate to say this. I don't think people will remember Corey Monteith specifically. They'll be like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that I think they will remember. Hey, there was. Didn't they have a guy who died on the show or something? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. I think that a lot of what will get remembered from the show will be from its first two seasons. Because those were when it was popular. Yeah. I do agree And then it And then it suffered its decline and then it tanked and then they were like, fuck, who cares? So I think and they're I like, think we're that, just gonna pander to everybody in the fandom at this point. You're the so only one still watching. I think that what will get remembered is the first two seasons because the first two seasons is what has it's well, when was it was popular. Was the, that was when it was when popular. It was, um, in the zeitgeist, it had the these two boys recording each other. It had what is this, you know, wacky song well, musical and on also, there. And yeah, in, so interesting. I, I think the seasons three through six will be mostly forgotten except for the people who were really into it or the people that find it again. But I yeah. think that, um, I think, Oh shoot. What was I going to say? But I, I feel like people forget that it wasn't just Kurt and Blaine that were popular back then. Like people really liked like Rachel and Brittany and Santana and Finn and, 
I like all of these other things that were in the show. I mean, like the, the fandom was big. There were Quinn fans and all this other jazz. And that's, you know, kind of with what RB was saying, since all of those people had those experiences with seasons one and two, and they remember how they felt when, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we've talked a lot on some other podcasts about a reboot and I have my own feelings, but I've, I figured I'd let you guys have a second and, and talk about reboots and revivals no. and yeah. No, I think that in general reboots are dumb. I agree. It depends on what you're rebooting and how you're rebooting it because and I think how some of them work. It's getting, how quickly it's being rebooted. Like if something was canceled five years ago, don't It doesn't need a reboot. It. No. And the thing about the Glee as a reboot is, is I don't think it would work because as we said, it was very much a product of that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can capture that kind of feeling is not the right word. Well, and I always, I like what I've expressed on other things. I feel like for whatever reason, and I don't fully understand this, I think that there's a time to end the story and say goodbye. And it's, you know, yeah, I realize Glee meant a lot to a lot of people, but I do think there's also a point where you you close the book and you're like, okay, that's done. And it doesn't mean you can't go back and reread the book again or talk about the book again or whatever, but the story's done and I think it's I okay. Know. You can also make an argument for people enjoying fandom and fanfic and fan art because well that's not what i'm they saying don't i'm want just saying and yeah so for, i mean for a lot of people they would disagree with that sentence and maybe maybe there's no point in having an ending never end things no and and <laughs> everything fine. should just continue forever no forever. that's called comics and it, it just it gets tedious after a while <laughs> like just have an ending <laughs> um but that's my just how i feel about it <laughs> this person is dead let them stay dead it's yes fine. it's fine um i think to a certain point that i agree that not every show or movie or book or whatever series should last forever however that doesn't mean i don't think that you can't play in those areas and imagine what it would yeah. be like and work, yeah. you know, do like a fanfic. But that doesn't mean that five years after something gets canceled, you reboot the show and no, you know, all the cast has come back. That's called no. none of them can get a job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. Do you guys remember before reboots, way before reboots were a thing, um, Growing Pains kept doing these. Um, I don't know if anybody, you guys will probably remember the show, but for our younger audience, Growing Pains was a TV show that was on in the late 80s. And then it I ended. I obsessed with Growing Pains. Everybody likes Growing Pains. It was a family yeah. sitcom. Pre- it was house. But, um, but then it stopped. And then every couple of years or so, they would do like the Growing Pains movie. And you, you just kind of felt bad because it was like the actors, it seemed like they didn't have anything better to do. So they'd just get back together again. And it was, I mean, a medium hit. I wouldn't call it the best thing I, ever or the worst thing ever. I'm going to be honest. I, ever. I don't remember them doing any movies. Oh, really? I don't remember them doing any yeah. movies either. No. There was like I three mean, or the four Brady Fact movies. I did a reunion movie a couple of years back, like 10 years the, ago. The Brady Bunch did a bunch of movies. 
They sure did. But those were also with new For actors. better or for worse, the break yeah. Well, that was a different re- thing. I mean, that was... Um, now I'm really know. disturbed that I don't remember any of these Growing Pains movies that apparently yeah, I don't get up. impact That's on you. That's totally something I would have watched. Too. There's like three or four of them. Check we that watched out. the Growing Pains. How did I not I don't, that's a thing that happened? I just don't, I don't see it ever really happening anyway. You'll get like, you know, like the Leah Michelle and Darren Chris tour or something like that. But I mean... Yeah, I don't think or that if I, they were going to do a quote unquote, it wouldn't be a reboot. It would be like a reunion episode, or like they got a bunch of the actors to come together and shoot the shit. So they could always do it like the new nine hundred two one zero, which is what I think would be hilarious. And they're not going to do it that way. But I haven't even watched that. I don't even know that I so watched nine hundred two one zero when I was younger, and so oh, I did. I was in that. Uh, I I, I was was too young Too young for the first couple of seasons But uh, somewhere in there I picked it up I apparently missed a lot of that Because like I also never really watched Friends Like I've seen maybe six episodes total I Well the the bulk of Friends also So Just to to explain to our If people are not paying attention 90210 again was a show All through the 90s And went away for a long time Okay so there were two TV films one in 2000 and one in 2004. What are you, are you going back to Growing Pains? Yeah. Okay. In, two, look it up. in 2004? Yeah, which is very strange. 20 yeah. years later? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't okay. quite understand it. Let's see. Click on that. Well, anyway, while you're doing that, I will just say when they did the 90210 reboot... It is the actors playing fictionalized version of themselves rebooting the show. the show. And it's, I mean, I've been watching it and it's it's bad, but it's hilarious. It's so meta and they're making fun of each other and themselves. It's just so hilarious. But so if Glee was going to do something, it probably might be like that. But um, I doubt it will ever. You won't get those people in the same room again. Not like that. Probably not. Who knows? Who knows what will happen in 25, 30 years? But who knows who's going to need money at that point? Exactly. Maybe Kevin and Jenna will just pin them all down and get them to come on their podcast. (laughs) It's probably more likely. They're about halfway there. It's probably more likely. So, but anyway, um, you know what else, though? I don't know if Glee as a whole will be as remembered essay of Friends. Or Beverly no. Hills 90210. No, or uh, Mary Tyler Shormo. Oh, gosh. Mary <laughs> Tyler Show. Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Show. Tyler Moore. Yes. Only oh, because I I'm think not even that it didn't, they, they weren't quite, you know, the thing about 90210 and like Friends is they were on for a long time. Yeah. They were both on 10 years. And. Most shows average between four and six seasons, and then they call it a day. But they also hit at a specific time in the 90s where you also didn't have as much competition. That's and true, too. And so you had much... And the internet like, wasn't really a thing. So, like, I think that Buffy is remembered a lot more because of when it aired. Mm-hmm. Because it aired opposed- right as the internet became yes. a thing. As opposed to if it aired now, uh-huh. I think that it would 
it would be a lot more overlooked, I think. Yes, because I agree. I, I was a diehard Buffy fan. That's that was really my first entrance to online fandom. Mm-hmm. And like it, it didn't have as much competition for what it was. It was right when the internet was starting to get popular as a way for um, popular and more accessible for yeah. people to interact. Like you didn't have to be at a university to have access to this. You can well, get it from your AOL like, CD from your home. In mm-hmm. the same vein, Glee hit just as the social media revolution hit. And, and, and it hit right when Twitter and, yeah. and you know, I, Instagram I and Snapchat and all that. It benefited really quite a bit or from getting right at that spot. Oh, yeah. Without iTunes, I don't know where Glee would be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have been canceled a lot sooner because it would have I been making so. less money. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm. It would have been. It would have been canceled at the end of the third season. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. I mean, I mean no, no, no. I agree with you. I, no. Yeah. I'm. I'm not disagreeing. I mean, I was yeah. gonna say even if it would, you know, it would have been maybe even at the end of season two. I. I mean. No, because they because they were still. Uh, they were still the going pretty strong two. then, and they they had it the was big season four three, at the yeah. end of season two. It would have been the end of season three when everybody was graduating that they would have probably yeah. canceled. Mm-hmm. See now, okay. So I want to say also, I mean, we're because I feel like we're all we're doing is just like talking trash about the show, but we're not. I mean, I, I'm just being honest about what this show is and where it's at. But I do think here's my thing. This show brought us all together, brought us here, brought us everything, you know, about the show brought us to you listeners listening to us at this moment, at this very time. And that's special. And I will say this. I will always love this show. I will never not like this show. I may not like every single thing that ever happened on the show or even remotely understand some of the things that happened on the show. But I will always love this show. I think also we'll re- we'll have these memories too of, you know, watching the show or having friendships together, and we'll go on being friends. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe we just won't be doing Glee related things anymore. But we can still be like, oh, hey, I remember when? With you guys, as soon as this is over, I'm out, bitches. Oh my goodness! Why <laughs> <laughs> RB? Come on. <laughs> Oh, RB. When my Christmas card comes back, return to sender, I'll know why. Oh, my gosh. With a frowny face and the eyes marked out. You know what? No more gold stars for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so, that's way more shy. (laughs) So, um. I'm going to go pour myself another whiskey. Are you not onto the the bourbon? Bourbon is a whiskey. Oh, it is? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yes. So, uh. It's whiskey, but it's um, it has to be made in uh, the U.S. from a certain amount of corn mash. There are rules that so it's like all scotches are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are scotches. Mm. All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. Bourbon is a homegrown American version of a whiskey. So is this your second type? Are you going to the past Irish whiskey into the other type? Oh, yeah. I, I had my Irish whiskey and then I had okay. a bourbon and now I'm going to have another bourbon because we're into the warm We're into the warm fuzzy. Time. We're now into the warm fuzzy part. I don't know. I mean, I'm I do joking. have some 
I do have some this clean one question I wanted to read. But before that, I don't know. Is there it's like, can you guys think of any topics let's that go you want to? Okay, go let's go to the client. So I'm going to read these responses. I think this is this is really sweet. And I, I that, whatever if you're listening, maybe to you it. should read um, what what the question is first. The question is, why did or does claim mean so much to you? What elements of the story drew it, you to it so hard? I feel and like this, is, this is the point where we need a meaningful music cue. Okay, do you want to sing something very nice? No, I don't know what the meaningful music cue would be. The claim theme, the really. Theme. They oh, have I their can... own theme song. It's instrumental. I know, I it's, have know it. it off the top of my it's, head. Well, it's not singable either because it's like so high. And all right, like... all right. No, I can sing a claim theme. Okay. Oh, they kissed. Oh, they kissed. Okay, well, this is what you guys had to say. This is what you guys had to say about the claim stuff, okay? As a closeted little gay boy in a super religious family, they were the first positive representation of gay teens I saw on TV. The relationship was treated just as a pure and romantic as the straight relationships, not over-sexualized or treated as homophobic trauma porn. But the writers also didn't shy away from showing the worst parts about being gay. It made me feel seen and represented. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> feel kind of. That's bad the first one. Be doing this a lot, like she'll read off an answer and then we'll all go. Oh, that's what it's going to be like. Because Arby was like, "Yeah, I'm not sitting through all of these." I'm like, "I think they're worth saying." So. Well, I still don't want to sit through all of them, but you're going to make me feel bad for. Well, yeah. That. <laughs> you're going to force me to do it, and then you're going to make her feel bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Obviously. Um. Uh. Next one is the way the relationship was so quote unquote ordinary, very relatable. The next one is through Clayne. I learned that love is love is love is love. It opened up my mind and my heart so much. I was drawn to Glee by Kurt's story. And when he was having such a hard time and was hardly ever smiling. And then he met Blaine on that staircase. And then when Blaine and, and the Pips sing teenage dream, Kurt smiled <laughs> for the first time in a very long time. Why was that funny? Blaine and the Pips. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting that. Well, it's still a very lovely, sentimental thing to say. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Uh, just great actors with amazing chemistry. The original storyline was actually very well done, and it was just a great combination of right place and right time that made them the perfect screen couple for the period of the show it was on. Well, that's good. I think that's right. It made Cursed Cat... Oh, God, why can't I talk anymore? I'm just, like, I don't know. Failing. You need whiskey is what you need. <laughs> Anyway, rewind. It made sad Kurt happy. No. I love the mix of their personalities. Each of them are so clear in my mind that it makes writing and reading fic about them pleasant. I was drawn to Kurt's fierce refusal to give up or give in, and the more I learned about him, the more I admired him. I was drawn to Blaine's innate goodness and desire to do the right thing, to his enthusiasm and optimism in the face of what we eventually learn is a path with quite a lot of darkness. Who wouldn't want them both to be happy? Okay. Oh my, this is difficult. To see an LGBTQ love story on the screen that was unabashedly romantic and enthusiastic 
enthused right from the start was so huge in 2019 to see two queer people who were portrayed as normal who struggled with their own demons but were extreme but also external prejudice who found their best friend in each other who fostered a cultural conversation about the barriers facing lgbtq plus people that meant so much and to have two such amazing actors portray those boys wholeheartedly and without reservation also meant the world i didn't always agree with their storylines especially after season four but i was rooting for them the whole way through as many people were to have a relationship where two gay young men were treated with respect and even loved by their creators and where neither character was demonized or made less important was so incredible see these are so lovely my heart now you you might hit one to make me cry these are and all these emotions are making me feel uncomfortable Mm, it gets better uh, Finding your person in an unfriendly world And the best friend to lovers Kurt was one of my faves From the beginning and it killed me to see him So lonely and always the odd one out And then when Blaine came And there was a possibility of them becoming more than friends I shipped it so hard Being a gay teenager, seeing it realistic for Glee because nothing was really realistic. Gay relationship on TV was really important to me. Also, Kurt had always been my favorite, so I probably would have been super into anything long-term relationship they wanted to put him in. Possibly their passion, which I had not seen in any queer couple on TV like it before, especially between two teenagers. Also, their aesthetic is just really (laughs) top-notch. (laughs) they were hot you have a good aesthetic (laughs) (laughs) this is interesting it's just a quote a Louis Armstrong quote saying man if you gotta ask you'll never know Um, okay I honestly don't know but I'm glad they did (laughs) (laughs) Kurt was my favorite person ever and then finally there's this guy with that finally pays attention to him and sees him as being a beautiful person he is. Of course I'm going to love them. Also, Chris and Darren are so ridiculously good looking. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. That yeah. they were te- You know, quit raining on my parade. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, obviously two out of three fangirls agree. Yeah. Alright, there's not that many more. Um, that they were two, they were teenagers who found each other and found love. Seeing two young people who'd been through so much already find happiness with each other. That was mine. It was yours. I'm pretty sure. Oh. That's- oh. <laughs> Everyone have emotions now. Okay. Yeah, I have all the emotions. I need I don't- more whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, no. honestly. It just clicked right away with me, and I couldn't stop. All right. I grew up in a small rural town in the southern U.S. Kurt was essentially the first openly gay person I ever met and got to know personally. I wanted the world for him, so of course I liked Clean immediately. That was my immediate draw. When we learned about Blaine, Sadie Hawkins' his, Sadie Hawkins' history, knew he had every right to be afraid, but still saw him step out of the crowd, refusing to let Kurt face the prom queen moment alone. That was when I knew Blaine would be stuck in my heart forever. He cherished Kurt as much as I did. The more we learned about Blaine, the deeper my love grew. Honestly, I just love them both so much individually, and they usually bring out the best in one another. What's not to love? (laughs) Next one is angsty, dramatic idiots. (laughs) Yes. They had a great... (laughs) 
They had a great chemistry, and it was wonderful to see a young gay couple be so prominently portrayed, portrayed on television. I just like cute boys in love. <laughs> Who doesn't? The sheer joy around their relationship in the beginning. Well, Kurt was my absolute favorite character, and it was the first just nice to see him be happy. But since then, I, I realized, looking at the other couples I've shipped, that they just hit all my favorite tropes. I love stories about first loves working out. I love friends to lovers. I love their sort of old-fashioned romantic sensibilities. I love the way Kurt's self-assured but introverted personality and Blaine's more insecure but extroverted personality both balance each other out, but also sometimes create tension. They're just everything I love in an on-screen couple. That sums them up so well. That, it was. That, that was comment, very well that's, that's, It is. That's literally one of the things that I do love about them. Yeah. Never have I felt so drawn to a pairing that I can read a thousand different versions of them falling in love a thousand of different ways and never grow tired of them. I think it's the groundwork of a characterization that the actors and the crew put into them. Don't get me wrong, there are massive holes in the storytelling, but we know them well. I think it is a little details in the fashion sense and even the way Blink claps. We know who they are and we can fill in the blinks of the story. Plus, they were a groundbreaking couple for representation. That's pretty cool, too. Uh, somebody just writes, chemistry. <laughs> Another one writes, and the way it uses music to tell the story. And then, Seems genuine. Would have liked the love story. Would have liked that love story when I was a teenager. All caps. Soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> that had a little oh. bit of a reverb to it. Sorry. It did. That's okay. um, it worked out, though. That that. <laughs> like you did it on purpose. No, I did not. Um, somebody else writes, because there's always one person. The whole story. Then another person. They're adorable, precious babies that I want to love and hug and squeeze like Elmira from Tiny Toons. Uh, oh my god, Tiny Toons! Tiny Toons! <laughs> oh my god, that takes me back. Uh, the be- they're toony, they're all a little loony, and in this cartoony, we're invading your TV. Uh, the- <laughs> since it comes in later. Oh. Or nineteen twenty one or something. We're rejected. Expect the unexpected on Tiny Toon Adventures. It's a Damn it! I used to know the whole thing. Okay. Yes, but can you sing the countries of the world song from Maine? No. Brought to you by Yako Warner. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic of Manikin, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, the Bahamas, Tobias, and Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and Virginia, Barbados, and Guam. You're not allowed back. Norway and Sweden, Iceland and Finland and Germany, now in one piece, Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece, Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, She'll do the whole thing because you can. Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, Bahrain, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Belgium, and Portugal, France, England, Denmark, and Spain, India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal, and Bhutan, Kampuchea, Malaysia, the Bangladesh, Asia, and China, Korea, Japan, Mongolia, Laos, and Tibet, and Asia, Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan. Well, mm, damn it, that's always where I lose it. Okay, that's as far as I got. <laughs> okay, I'm finishing this up now. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you proud of me? 
I'm very proud of you. Okay, that was he was able to do that. That was not enthusiastic enough. Two and a half whiskeys in, and I'd be on the floor uncomfortable. When do I ever get enthusiastic about anything? Anyway, well, you should. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so distraught. Well, there's seven more of these, so let me get through them. <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's the Gomery, Alabama, so Helena, Montana. Texas has Austin. Then we go north to Massachusetts, Boston, and Albany, New York, Tallahassee, Florida, Are you doing capital? and Santa Fe, New Mexico, yes, in Nashville, Tennessee. Elvis okay. used to live there a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when RB is forced to face confront feelings. This happens. Uh, this is exactly what happens. We've got a lot of feelings that are going on. I'm just going to pour more bourbon. Okay. Just have All a right. drink, RB. <laughs> just have so, a drink and let me. We've gotten into like the deep feelings of, you know, stuff. Okay, yeah. let's go back to the feelings. It's fine. I'm done okay. with my Animaniacs. <laughs> I can also do the presidents. How about leader? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. The beautiful actors and their chemistry is the first thing that comes to mind. Chris and Darren made these characters compelling. The dynamic of Kurt finding in Blaine someone who looked out for him and cared, and Blaine finding in Kurt someone who really saw him. They fit together as two complete personalities. Or like a puzzle. I just added that. Anyway. Probably the first emotional depiction of a same-sex couple I ever saw on TV. Someone loving another person's whole self. It's hard to pick just one thing. The chemistry that was so apparent and the love the two characters felt and how Blaine was there for Kurt at the perfect time and Kurt was there for Blaine too. A true definition of soulmates. And then their story just was, was, their story wasn't just a barely their side note. It was played out, highs and lows, with kissing and hugging and tears and angst. Beautiful all around. So thank you guys for sharing... Your thoughts. Um, it's nice to hear from you guys. Just what you felt and and why this story may be a blip on the pop culture mark of time, but you know will mean something to us. And I think that's very sweet. Oh, yep. I have so. all the feelings. feelings. I have all the feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah, this is, I don't know if I have, I'll just monologue for a minute. I don't know if I have a whole lot more. When I first decided to do this podcast, I was like, we can talk about some generic things that came, themes that came out with Glee, but I feel like I've kind of gone over everything. I mean, how many podcasts have you done? It's been Quite a, quite a lot. Um, at the end, the finale will be podcast 160. Wow. wow. So we really have and plumbed so many deaths. We have. <laughs> and maybe a few we probably shouldn't have gone into, but, uh, you know, I'm just saying. You know, as but, long as everybody consents, it's all good. That's true. I mean, we've talked about fan fiction. We've talked about gay rights. We've talked about every aspect of most every plot that we wanted to talk about. I don't know if there's any stone unturned, um, at least from a Curtin Blaine standpoint. Um, and so I, you know, when I came up with this podcast, I was like, okay, we'll talk about all this stuff. And now that I'm here, 
I don't know if I personally have a whole lot more to say, but I just want the excuse to talk to us. Well, that's true. I always want the excuse to talk to you guys, but I I think it's just, you know, I I think taking a moment and just really appreciating the show with all of this ridiculousness. I mean, Sue Sylvester tried to shoot somebody out of a cannon. She punched the governor's wife. Punched the governor's wife. I want her lawyer. I want her lawyer. She married herself. I mean, <laughs> that's actually becoming a thing now, by the way. Did you see that? I read an article or something about people are starting to marry themselves. It's called soloogamy or something like that. What? Look, at least people thing. are no longer trying to marry the Eiffel Tower. Oh my God. <laughs> that's a whole different other issue. It is. <laughs> but yeah, no, this podcast is basically a, you know, Look at where you are. Look at where you started. And I hope you appreciate that I didn't sing that. You could have sung that. Myself. Where we are. Where you started. The fact that you're alive is a miracle. Just stay alive. That'll be enough. Okay, we're done. That's lovely. I like that. Oh. <laughs> so, also yeah. do some of the rapping from Hamilton. Oh, well... <laughs> Maybe not that. I can do guns and ships. I will say that. Uh, Be the whitest version, but I can do guns and ships. My goodness. What I will say, though, I mean, if like, let's take a second and look back on the podcast itself, which I realize we're going to do kind of in the finale, but just taking a moment and seeing that when I started this back in 2016 and the blog started in 2015, and it was just a prompt blog for fanfic. It's really only been three years. It has. Yeah, four-ish. I mean, if we're, it started at the beginning of 2016, and we're almost at the end of 2019, so it's okay. been almost four years. And um, it, feels, it feels both not that long and longer. I mean, back in the beginning, you turned me down for the first uh, podcast I did. that I volunteered to be on. Yeah. I did. You were like, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you, weirdo. That is not what I said. I said, I'm pretty there's sure that's ep- verbatim what you said. <laughs> and it was like really harsh and I felt really bad about myself. We should we do like, we should we talk know, a little pull, bit? I'm gonna pull myself up by should my we talk straps. A little bit about the behind the scenes of this the podcast. Do you think people would be interested in hearing <laughs> maybe that? I don't know. I what, mean, now's the time. What do you want to share about the behind the scenes? Well, um, I don't do a lot of editing, so what you hear on the podcast is not really edited because <laughs> I'm lazy. Um, she just edits out big gaps in silence and anything that's off topic in or large when, chunks. Or when the Sea Lord Poseidon rises when the sea Lord, outside of your do you guys? <laughs> do you guys remember at the beginning of the podcast before the Lord Poseidon happened? I didn't know I didn't have the software I use now, and it sounded terrible. So thank you guys for the beginning. That first season or two is just it sounds bad. So and then yet the Christmas corn episode. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's that. Um yeah, so many people coming through. We didn't I mean it would be interesting to know how many different guests you had on. I'll have to do I'll I'll do that. I got some gotta run that I number. have I will run that number. Um, I mean, I do have um, I'm some. I'm curious to see who's been on it the most. That I'm going to find out because that's going to be something I yeah. reveal on the podcast. I feel like finale. RB is pretty far up there 
because Snarky is probably he yeah. pinch hitted and Snarky pinch hitted, and um, I know I've been on it a lot, but I don't know if uh, I don't. I'm not the most. No, it's probably our B. I haven't done the tallying oh, for that. Me. I was um, thinking about that the works. other day. I was like, I wonder who's been on it the most. Um, so, so in case you guys want to know how the the podcast, let's we'll talk about how it's made. And I'm going to indulge myself because I've been doing this for so long. We're going to hear about this. You should because <laughs> you put your free time I into do. this. Yeah, and you so, don't get paid, and you don't. Yeah get any kind of donations or ad revenue or anything that other podcasts out there get. So I think you should take a couple of minutes and brag about yourself. So, yeah. So this is kind of what goes into a podcast. Um, you know, before the season starts, I did this for each season. I went through and I kind of came up with what all the episodes were going to be. Um, and except for season six, all of the rest of them had like one or two special podcasts I was going to do with that. And then um, season six, because I was combining it with my, I was going to do a seventh season and I didn't do that. I decided to just add, uh, you know, here's another fun fact. People don't listen to the special podcasts as much as they listen to the episode podcasts. I don't know. I don't know why. That's on you guys, not me. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm like, you know. As I knew, I always knew that this the, there would be an ending at some point. Um, because I wanted you to just, like endings. I do like endings. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, which is why I liked Endgame a lot. Anyway, that's not getting to that. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, of all the things you could have said, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> that's that's nice. Uh, oh, you know what? Somebody should do. If you want a drinking game, go back, listen to all the. RB episodes. Oh, so many times we disagree. Get poisoning. <laughs> you know what, though, that first one, I think we were pretty in sync on when we talked yeah, about ballads. Because I was trying because to you be were about well behaved. <laughs> I was trying so hard to be polite so that you oh wouldn't invite me back. Kitty, do you remember your first podcast? It was the one with the Christmas porn. It was one of the Christmas porn where we took a five minute scene <laughs> and we talked about it for an it hour. Three hours. It was like three hours. And possibly anyway. wrote a porno. I don't really three know. Three hour tour. Three hour um, tour. So, okay, so I go through and I, I spend a lot of time. Fucking started getting rough. Did you just say the fucking started chip- getting rough? <laughs> Our tiny ship was tossed. <laughs> Sorry, it's not for the courage of the fearless girls. That was fearless the crew. Would be lost. Oh my the goodness! Would be lost. I'm not sure what she's doing now. Improvising. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is going to be the Riffing. most ridiculous podcast Riffing. of the entire one. Um, so after I come up with that, I actually uh, do the guest list, and um, you know, I've always asked people if they want to come on. And a lot of people like say, okay, this is what I want to do, or these podcasts are the ones that I'm interested in. And I try to match up people who will play off each other pretty well or like similar things or, and then it really kind of boils down to who's available. And <laughs> RB is and just always available. Just boils down I don't to, know what that says about me. It boils down to, I know so-and-so will do this one. So I'm going to put her on here. Well, and there are certain, like there's, you know, RB just really clicked on the show with me personally. What and can I say? It just happened. So I have a lot um, of interesting things to say. 
So then uh, Snarky Hag, shout out to my delightful and wonderful Snarky Hag, who is my personal life coach and organizes my life for me. Um, oh, yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to survive without her. No, I try. What for the first, you like, do season. you don't need to organize your life anymore? Well, I'm still going to send her my schedules. But so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when she started doing it. The first, it was really hard. The first couple, like the first 14 episodes of season one. Yeah, I was going to say she's in the middle. Season one season, started helping you, right? No, it wasn't until season two, I don't think. Oh. And um, so me trying to schedule things, it just was not, it didn't work very well. I'm not very good at it. Um, and she was just amazing. She took my schedule and she took all your emails and she lined everything up and she figured out where all of you lived. And <laughs> she, <laughs> now she doesn't, uh, you know, I think she works for the FBI, but you know. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Um, and or are you? <laughs> I don't know. She's she doesn't tell me those things. So, um, well, obviously not. If you're just going to go spilling it on a podcast, exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah. So then um, she we schedule things. We we talk about that, and then I used to. Obviously, I haven't done this in a long time. Came come up with agendas about topics <laughs> that we. T- agendas that we try to talk about and then we all jump on skype sometimes at the same time sometimes people forget what time zone they need to be in and it gets delayed but that's fine we love you anyway and at least one technical difficulty yep at least one technical difficulty lord poseidon visited us through seasons three and four and five um lord poseidon before i figured god of the sea (laughs) And we do the podcast, which usually takes three to five hours of filming or recording yeah. because some people don't like to stay on topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what talking about. Oh, Someone's man. talking about me. And then when it's done, I get to listen to the whole thing again and edit it. And then I upload it. And that is how a podcast is made. And hopefully I've not and put you guys all to sleep. a podcaster and a topic love each other very much. They like to touch each other as mommies and daddies do. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think our bees had a little too much to drink. Oh my Ooh, goodness. Have I had just the right amount? It's a good thing your contracts are expiring after this. It's <laughs> a real struggle, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. What, do you guys want to talk a little bit about your experience being on the podcast and give them some insight about doing the show? Um, I don't really know what to talk about. Like, obviously, we have a good experience because we keep coming back. That's good. I, I, I mean, I love talking about Glee. So you you give me an open forum to talk about it, and I'm pretty much <laughs> going to be hard to shut up. And I really just like the sound of my own voice. So, <laughs> but we all knew that. <laughs> I, I I never tried to keep it a secret. <laughs> My goodness, um, is there? Do you are there any topics on the show that I should have covered? There, are is there anything that I missed my chance on talking about? Hmm. No. Is there anything? I, I, mean, really I think that a lot. You you always have a very diverse group of people throughout the seasons. There's not one specific like angle. 
I think that you would take. So you always try to come at everything from a different perspective. And we fan girls tend to be pretty thorough when it comes to discussing things. I'm pretty sure that we've probably picked apart everything we could possibly think of. Mm, true. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of, that's the show. I, there's going to be a little bit more in the finale. I'm not going to get into deep, too deep because um, there are some stuff that I want to say for the finale. So um, I think we should probably end the podcast about talking about, you know, Cooper. Because Cooper! <laughs> uh, See, I think that's why you decided here. to do the podcast because you want to talk about Cooper and yourself talk, but you know. I mean, we were talking. I joined way before Cooper came. No, your ballad was the first one you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was way before Cooper. It was way before Cooper. Ballad is from season one. It is. But. Because I tried to let you put me on the pilot, and you were like, mm, "No, nah, I don't want to talk to you." And I'm like, "Oh, oh wow, we're gonna find out that you have been on the podcast more than anyone else, and you're still gonna be salty <laughs> about not being on the first one. Do you want to record Damn. the first one and be on it? Is no. that what you want to do? No. <laughs> well, I don't remember specifically what I said. I just said that you know, uh, I'd love to do that. Whatever you want to put me on is fine. <laughs> Hey, I just met this, you know, I will say, you know, the people that I've met on the podcast have all been great. Um, but meeting RB and I, I think RB and I talked for like an hour or two after the podcast. We did. We did. We talked for quite a long time and it's kind of amazing. Like I, it was the first time I was like, no, well, Snarky was on the one before it. So in this time period, I'm meeting these new people and it's like, oh, I can have friends. On the- <laughs> 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 But you think you're going to get out of this without having feelings? I don't think oh, so. Oh, God, I keep trying. <laughs> My goodness. Well, the other thing I was going to say is, so I did a little bit of the, there uh, it was another Glee podcast for a while, and I was on there a few times. And it was a great podcast. But what I like about, you know, TDB is that it was very much more clean focused where the other one that I was on, it was sort of a general. And I really mm-hmm. liked that coming onto this podcast, I could just wax poetic about Kurt and Blaine for an hour and nobody would care. Yeah. True. Well, and also they used to, I, cause I know the podcast you're talking about used yeah. to keep their hours. Like they, it was 45 minutes to an hour and that was it. It was. I just let you guys go. <laughs> there's some well, four or five there's a, four hours. There's a certain Ramble point where you just can't on. stop us. So yeah, yeah. I usually Wasn't try there, to keep it around two hours, but yeah. there one. I think it was me, RB, Snarky, and you, and it was just. I think you wanted to kill us all by the end. Yep. We're done. That I mean, you're going to have to narrow it down more than that. <laughs> if you guys want, no, I know what that is. Season two <laughs> rap podcast. <laughs> oh, the rap podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Guys, I won't even say what you guys were talking about because you'll get started talking about that again. Um, <laughs> I don't remember at, at this I don't point, remember but I do either. remember. <laughs> you That's okay. <laughs> so, what were we talking about? I'll tell you after the podcast. You can't leave us dangling. <laughs> we'll go back and listen to it. <laughs> All right. Well, we should wrap this up.
anyway. Um, because I'm not sure if our audience is still there or not. But if you guys are, I just want to say there are three podcasts after this one. We've got um, a Snarky Hag and I are going to do a little bit of a fourth season's fourth or sixth retrospective, talking about kind of the ups and the downs of fandom and why where the show was culturally at the time. So it will be an actual in-depth look at that specifically, um, kind of to match the one that we did for the first three seasons. After that, we do have the dreams come true script that we will be reading through because who doesn't love a good script reading. And then um, we will have our feeling. I'm suddenly getting drafted for that one. (laughs) I don't remember who's on it. Um, I don't know. I just had to follow all the script ones. (laughs) And it's going to be delight. It's going to be a delight. Um, and then we will have our super-sized finale. And the finale is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, so many people coming back for this. So many emotions will be shared. And Arby will be there, too. And so many guest stars. So <laughs> many, many guest tears. stars. So many tears. There will be trivia. There will be... Um, oh! There will be awards. Oh, be, Oh, ready for the <laughs> be ready, guys. I'm gonna plug it. The nudies, <laughs> get it like yeah. the like the Dundies, but it's the nudies. Okay, whatever. Because um, the new directions. Yes. 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 Oh, God. God, whoever came <laughs> up with that name is just brilliant. <laughs> that was Gee, Ryan I wonder Murphy all the way. I don't no. think who who wrote the original script for for Glee was it? It was R.I.P. But you missed the joke that. RB came up with yes. the nudies. I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was I there when that joke was created? No. No. I we came up so. with this last night. <laughs> As RB and I do so often. You, you have inside jokes and then I don't get them and then I get them. <laughs> well, we're sharing them with you now. And believe me, you don't want to know most of our inside jokes. Um, no. There is legit hats <laughs> that you can be a part of. Everybody there can be a part hat. of that one. What is what? Legis hat. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't. No, he didn't even. Basically, I screwed up and said legis hat instead of legis hot, and I don't even know why it just <laughs> came out that way. Legis hat. Um. So, on that note, on legis hat, um, I want to thank you guys for listening for all of these hundred and. 50 plus episodes that I've done of this episode. I mean, if I didn't have an audience, then why would I be doing this except for to listen to myself talk? Um, and you know, there's just a couple left. I hope you guys tune in and thank you to RB and, and Slayer Kitty for, you know, just enduring this crazy journey with me. And of course, I hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday and I will see you next Sunday and have a great night. But it's too late, baby, now it's too late Once in your life you'll find her Someone who turns your heart around It's good to know that you've got a friend When people can be so cold Don't be alarmed if I fall Head over feet I know things were bad but now they're okay Only me or my You're the apple of my eye Girl, I never loved one like you Found you hiding here So won't you take my hand, darling There's nothing that can stop you From becoming popular
Lar. And let